Welcome back to the Last Prepper Standing Podcast. I got kind of a fun episode for you. I thought it was a silly idea, but I wanted to go ahead and see what ChatGPT said about prepping. So I asked it a couple basic questions. Um, the first one I asked it was, "Here, what's 15 food items that people should prep or consider prepping for prepping? And just left it at that. And then I asked um, also, what are some reasons why people would want to be a prepper? So we could go ahead and break that down in a little bit. I just think this is kind of a fun topic, a fun way to kind of use this um, technology that I'm a little indifferent about. I definitely see the problems with it. I, can, I mean, anything can be used for bad and anything can be used for good. I think... Um, if you look at, you can find these old videos online. It's pretty interesting, but you can see people's uh, responses to when credit cards first came out. And it was like people using a credit card at a McDonald's or a Burger King or something like that. And people were just um, baffled by the idea of it. But now we see debit cards and credit cards and checking cards. Um, nobody even thinks twice about it and what the issues with it could be. So it's just kind of that slow creep, just like social media was. Um, I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think we're only at the the beginning of it, but I thought this would be a fun thing to do, kind of get a little away from all the chaos that's going on right now that are, of course, the reasons why we prep, but just kind of give us a little bit of a break and just kind of a fun thing to see what um, chat GPT says. Now, if you want to stay up to date on all the information that's going on i'm always a big proponent of checking every single source and getting viewpoints from everyone even if it is the mainstream media some stuff does slip through the cracks and it's not curated um but I think the most uh, kind of robust, diverse coverage right now um, that's not really picking a side, that's giving every point of view, is is happening on um, Bandot Video. So if you're not familiar with Bandot Video, um, I'm sure you know who it is. It's uh, the Thou Who Should Not Be Spoken's website. But Bandot Video, you're getting perspectives from all different sides. There's commentators um, and podcasters and people who come from every angle on the everything that's going on right now. But at the end of the day, it all defaults back to just getting prepared. And when you get prepared, you might want to know why you want to get prepared or what some reasons people will want to get prepared for. So that's what I asked chat GPT. Why would someone want to become a prepper? And it started like out like this. I'm going to just read exactly what its response was. Prepping, short for preparedness, is a lifestyle and mindset amid at a beginning ready for aimed. I'm sorry, I can't read. <laughs> Let's start over. That was pretty bad. If you're listening to this podcast, I apologize. I do have a good reading comprehension. I'm going to start over. Prepping, short for preparedness, is a lifestyle and a mindset aimed at being ready for emergencies and disasters. While the degree of prepping can vary from person to person, here are 10 reasons why people might choose to become preppers. Personal safety. Prepping helps individuals and families protect themselves during emergencies, including natural disasters, civil unrest, or public health crises. I think it's very interesting that it did throw in civil unrest in there. I've had trouble getting chat. GPT to answer questions about that. Um, next is self-reliance. Preppers 
strive to become self-sufficient in terms of food, water, and energy, reducing their reliance on external sources during times of crisis. To me, that's the overall goal of prepping is to be self-reliant and not not have to um, worry about those things during a time of crisis. So I think that might kind of encapsulate exactly what prepping is. Um, the next concern says economic uncertainty. Economic downturns can impact a person's financial stability. Prepping can help individuals save money and build valuable skills for self-sufficiency. So it does talk about having to build skills, not just buying stuff. Uh, Natural disasters. Living in an area prone to hurricanes, earthquakes, floods, or wildfires necessitates preparedness to survive and recover from these events. It's a necessitates the ability to survive. Very key to remember if you live in all those areas. Uh, civil unrest. It actually listed it all by itself. Civil unrest. In times of social or political turmoil, peppers may feel the need to protect themselves and their loved ones from potential violence or chaos. Supply chain disruptions. Disruptions in the supply chain, as seen during the COVID-19 pandemic, can lead to shortages of essential goods. Preppers stockpile supplies to mitigate these shortages. I've had several talks to several preppers about how much they leaned on their preps at the beginning stages of of the event because people didn't know exactly what it is, myself included. We didn't know, you know, what we were being told was true or not true. And it was really definitely whether the, the virus panned out to be the way it is. The food shortages were very, very real. Now, the next thing that it says after supply chain disruptions is grid failures. Power outages and utility failures can disrupt daily life. Preppers, also, preppers often have backup power sources and plans to deal with such an issue. Health crises. Epidemics, pandemics, and personal health emergencies can disrupt access to health care and resources. Prepping can ensure you have necessary supplies on hand. Environmental concerns. Climate change and environmental degradation can lead to long-term challenges. Preppers may adopt sustainable practices to reduce their environmental impact. Community support. Prepping fosters a sense of community and collaboration. Preppers often to work together to help each other during times of crisis, enhancing their overall self-reliance. I don't necessarily know if I believe that one, but it's interesting that AI thinks that should be part of prepping. So if we're not working towards our community support, which you guys know I'm working towards, um, we maybe think about how we could do that better and how we could really... Uh, band together and help each other and support each other. So community support was the last one. Um, It ends with this little uh, paragraph here. It says, it's important to note that the level of prepping can vary greatly from those who simply choose to keep a basic emergency kit to those who build extensive self-sufficient homesteads. The reason for prepping may also differ from person to person, but the overall goal is to be better prepared for whatever the future holds. And I couldn't, I couldn't disagree with that more. I mean, I agree with that more. I think it's great that, um, it gives you kind of an out. I think there's some people who are just totally okay with having three week food supply. And I think there's some people who want to go the full blown prepping lifestyle and do a homestead. And I think wherever you fall on that spectrum, 
anything you do is better than nothing. Now, next, we asked, or I asked, um, what is a list of 15 food items you should get if you're a prepper? And this was the response from ChatGPT. When prepping for survival, it's essential to focus on foods that have long shelf life, are nutritious, and can sustain you in a variety of situations. Here's a list of 15 foods that people should consider prepping for survival. Number one, rice. White or brown rice is a staple and easy to store and provides essential carbohydrates. Beans. Dry beans like black beans, pinto beans, or lentils are rich in protein and can last for years. Canned vegetables like corn, peas, and carrots provide important vitamins and minerals. Canned fruits. Canned fruits and natural juices offer a source of essential vitamins and a touch of sweetness. Canned meats. Canned chicken, tuna, beef, and beef can provide protein and essential fats. Pasta. Dried pasta is a versatile and long-lasting source of carbohydrates. Canned soups. Canned soups can be quick and fulfilling meal options. Oats. Rolled oats or steel-cut oats are excellent for making oatmeal and providing energy. Honey. Honey is a natural sweetener with an indefinite shelf life. Peanut butter. A good source of protein and healthy fats with a long shelf life. Dried fruits. Dried fruits like raisins, apricots, and cranberries are nutritious and a portable snack. Powdered milk. Powdered milk provides essential calcium and can be reconstituted as needed. Jerky. Beef or turkey jerky is a protein-rich and long-lasting snack. Canned fish. Sardines and mackerel are rich in omega-3 fatty acids and have a long shelf life. Finally, long-lasting condiments. Salt, pepper, sugar, and various spices can enhance the flavor of your, of your meals. It's important to rotate and replace your stored foods regularly to ensure its freshness and nutritional value. Additionally, don't forget to have an ample supply of clean water and a means to purify your water as it is the most critical element for survival. Your survival food kit should be tailored to your specific needs and dietary restrictions you may have. So very interesting takeaways from chat GPT. That's just two questions. And I really think that provided some really foundational information for people, even if you were just starting to get prepping or even if you've been a seasoned prepper, those are pretty good reminders, some pretty good bullet points and some pretty good things to consider. So I thought that was a fun episode. I didn't want my first episode back by myself to be just hammering you guys with negative news, hammering you with the World War III, hammering you with the um, Democrat takeovers and the nonsense that they're doing. I just wanted to come in and talk about some prepping basics because at the end of the day, this is the last prepper standing podcast and it's important that we talk about prepping. So on the next episode, I'm going to have uh, Eric on. He's my guest. He's going to be my guest host for the episode. We're going to talk about Operation Outpost. We're going to also talk about about the books that he likes um, by A. American. I know a lot of you guys love those books as well. I haven't delved into them just yet, but we're going to be talking about some takeaways he got from those books. So until next time on the Last Prepper Standing Podcast, keep prepping, stay prepared. See you later.